Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and to dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Today on Sanctified in Truth, we're going to talk about praying for others as we read 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 17 to chapter 3, verse 13. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. Paul's prayer begins in verse 11 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. It's a prayer that he offers for the saints in the church at Thessalonica. And I want us to look at this framework of prayer as we think how we can pray for others. We should pray that we have a godly influence on the lives of others. Paul prays that God would direct him into the path of people. One of the best ways we can pray for people is to pray that God would use us to bless and serve them. Prayer is not a way to pass off care of someone to God. It's a way we ask God to make us instruments of blessings in His hands. As we pray for others, we should pray for their testimony. Paul prays that God would make them increase and abound in love for one another and for all. This prayer is not just about sentimentality. It's about obedience. In the world of the first century, a prayer to increase the love of Christians for all people is extremely countercultural. This Roman culture was one that was heavily centered around social classes, and yet Paul prays that the church is an oasis of love. If a church community is a picture of the love of God to the world, and if the second command of Jesus is to love our neighbor as ourself, Paul is praying for the way that they picture Christ. He doesn't limit his prayer to people loving others who are like them and who they like. He prays that they would love all people. We also need to pray for people's holiness. Paul's simple prayer is pregnant with significance. Often our prayers are based on people's perception of us. But this prayer is a prayer that God would see us as blameless and holy. Neither does Paul pray according to the temporary standards of the world, but according to the unchanging character of God. So we pray for others, we do them a disservice if we merely pray for them to be good people or good Christians. To be thought of by the world as good is of little value. But to be known as holy and blameless before God is something of inestimable value. Finally, Paul prays for people in light of eternity. One of the themes of Paul's letters and Paul's prayers is that if that we live with the end in mind. Paul was a man who constantly had to choose to pursue ministry over comfort, to choose faithfulness over fame. He lived a life that showed his focus was on eternity. This was his prayer for others. When we pray for people, we realize that we're all moving toward that last day, and on that day we will all have to give an account. Our love and concern for others demands that we pray not only for their good now, but their good then. As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this passage call me to think and praise God about regarding His character or actions? Paul's prayer rests in the sovereignty and care of God. He's turning those he loves over to God. He entrusts these friends to the love, power, and wisdom of God. One of the most important things we can ever grasp as we pray for others is that God loves them more than we do. 
So we pray for our spouses. We acknowledge God loves them even more than we do. He loves our children more than we do. He loves our friends more than we do. As you bring your petitions for others before God, praise Him that He loves them more than you. And so however He sees fit to answer your prayer, it's a gracious sign of His love. The second thing we need to pray, or second question we need to ask is, what do I need to pray for my own heart and life? Our prayers for people will be a product of our love for people. He calls these saints His glory and His joy. He said He could bear separation no longer. He wept with people in affliction and rejoiced with them in success. You cannot read this passage without seeing the obvious and undeniable love that Paul had for these Christians. If we want to pray better prayers for people, we need to love people more. I need to pray that I would have a greater love for people a love that reflects God's love. I need to pray that my love would seek their best and that my prayers would be one way that I, in, I endeavor in doing that. The third question we want to ask is, what does this passage teach me to pray? Notice the phrase that Paul uses in verse 10 to describe his prayer for those in this church. He prays earnestly night and day. This is Paul's way of saying he regularly committed himself to praying for the Thessalonians. He does not pray as he remembers or he prays because he schedules time. He's intentional about praying for others. He never utters that time-worn church phrase, well, I'll be praying for you flippantly. The British pastor John Henry Jowett said, all vital praying makes a drain on a man's vitality. True intercession is a sacrifice, a bleeding sacrifice. It's a privilege to pray for others, but it's also a responsibility and a serious responsibility. One of the greatest ways that I can show my love for the people in my life is to pray for them and to intentionally and regularly pray for them. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us tomorrow as we'll discuss Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. And whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth. Today I want to close with a prayer by John Bunyan. Bunyan prays, Lord, we profess the faith and yet care not for the dying. We profess and yet long not for the coming of the day of God. We profess and yet by our whole life show them that we can see how little a measure of it we have in our hearts. Lord, lead us more into the power of things. Then the virtues of Him who has saved us and called us out of darkness into His marvelous light will be made known to others. Amen.